Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? Welcome to Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast, brought to you by Ready Check Radio. Welcome to Ready Check Radio NPR. My name's Mike Byrne. I play the piccolo. And if you have no idea what that means, you really should head on over to readycheckradio.com and in the upper right, follow all the socials, including Twitch, and come join us live. We do the show every Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern. Took a week off. We got all the new equipment up and running. Hopefully this will go off without a hitch, but I don't know. I have maniacs for co-hosts, and we've got some uh, pretty awesome and some not-so-awesome Blizzard news to cover. So let's introduce the hosts with me. Joining me, first up, Ms. Angela Mercurio, a.k.a. Indy Garona. How are you, Indy? Hello. I'm here. Look so at that good. new chair. Yes. Oh. It's for the horde. Well, of course it is. Of course it is. I wouldn't have expected anything else. I mean, if you would have had an alliance chair, I think you would have lost like 90% of your followers. Oof. Yeah, that would have been very controversial. Yeah. I mean, you already got caught playing an alliance priest, so. Good. I did. That's not, that's no bueno. But that's just, that's just me trying to be diplomatic and have healing, you know, uh, healing on both sides for my friends all over. I understand. I mean, that's like an olive branch. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Yeah. I also, still call them stinky alliance, though. Fair enough. Also on the line, uh, the pink hat himself, Dom Greco, a.k.a. Zista. What's up, sir? <laughs> nerfed this. Jeff Kaplan nerfed himself out of Blizzard. And you won Jeff's job on the Overwatch team, so you are in charge <laughs> now, huh? Uh, hello, Internet. Zista from the Overwatch team here. No, I don't want that. I don't think you do. I don't think you do. No, he was very diplomatic in the way he <laughs> addressed the Reddit community. <laughs> <laughs> and what he thinks of both audiences there. And I guess that's as good a place as any to start. Yes, we do have World of Warcraft news, but we're going to go to the other Blizzard news first today and then circle back to our our World of Warcraft news because yes the big news this past week you know week and a half since we've been uh, gone there while I switched over the new desktop Jeff Kaplan director of Overwatch and Overwatch 2 has elected to leave Blizzard after almost 20 years with the company so I got to ask question number one, Indy. Were you surprised? Did this kind of departure sometimes catch you off guard? And sometimes you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, that dude checked out three years ago. I'm amazed he's still here. Was this a surprising departure from Blizzard, uh, given all the high-profile departures we've had over, let's say, the last 24 months? Are you surprised by another one? Or do you look at this and go, wow, I, you know, um, yeah, I can't say I didn't see that one coming. Where, where's your take on this when you heard the news? I mean, obviously we didn't see it coming, but it's not a shock in the same regard because we have seen so many high-profile departures. Yeah. I mean, you've got from Hearthstone, from World of Warcraft, you've got every from every department. We've yeah. lost huge names and 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 integral uh, uh, 
people who've made Blizzard what it is and made the games what they are. So it's disappointing and it's sad because I hate to see this kind of thing happen to a company that probably it wouldn't be happening if it wasn't a Blizzard Activision right now. But yeah. um, but no, I'm not shocked. It's it's just more of a bummer, I guess, to I, lose. I mean, a let's veteran. let's be honest, Zista. I mean, Ghost Crawler, Chris Metzen, you know, the the just slew of high profile names that have exited Blizzard over the past two to three years is pretty high profile. Like when you see Chris Metzen walk away, that is yeah. Warcraft. You know, to a large audience of people, that is watching Warcraft leave. And I've got to say that even though I'm not, you know, super gung-ho, I am casual Overwatch to begin with, even I know that without Jeff Kaplan, there probably isn't an Overwatch uh, to begin with. So this is, I can understand for a lot of people thinking they watched Overwatch leave. Now, that doesn't mean the game's going to die or not do well or succeed yeah. going forward, but this has got to feel for Overwatch fans the same as it felt for World of Warcraft fans watching Ghostcrawler or or Metzen walk out. Well, even even uh, with Hearthstone when we lost Ben Brode, yeah, like yeah. you know that that was another one. Like he was the face of Hearthstone for the longest time. But arguably, one could say Hearthstone is in a much better place right now. And I'm not saying that's related, but you know you you get um, different teams come in and, and and change stuff up a bit. You get some new ideas instead of staying in the same kind of. Uh, rut that you kind of like put yourself in like something works and it's worked for a while so you don't really look for innovation um not saying that that's jeff's fault or anything like that but there's definitely some problems with overwatch so maybe a fresh set of eyes on it could benefit in the in the long run so i am cautiously excited um for it but jeff's message I also oh, sorry go ahead i was gonna say i also would not be surprised to see him maybe move over to uh what was it morheim's company uh dreamhaven or, or yeah, maybe oh god mike morheim himself on, on yeah Chief. i mean there's, yeah. A, there's another name <laughs> let's just yeah. keep piling them on yeah but i wouldn't be surprised to see him go over to one of those other companies uh could you imagine yeah. if they did kind of like form <laughs> another blizzard 2.0 that would be well, I mean, bad that's news. what Warheim basically did. He announced what was it? Dream? It's Dreamhaven. They haven't announced any yeah. games yet, but they're going to be working on stuff. And like, um, an MMO is like in their their sites. That that's something that they've talked about. Um, so is it is it called Wow surprised. Killer? <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully. Jeff's letter on the uh, Play Overwatch uh, page: I am leaving Blizzard Entertainment after 19 amazing years. It was truly the honor of a lifetime to have the opportunity to create worlds and heroes for such a passionate audience. I want to express my deep appreciation to everyone at Blizzard who supported our games, our game teams, and our players. But I want to say a special thanks to the wonderful game developers that shared in the journey of creation with me. Never accept the world as it appears to be. Always dare to see it for what it could be. Hope I hope you do the same. GG Jeffrey Kaplan stepping in for Jeffrey Kaplan of course will be uh, Aaron Keller who has kind of just basically been the number two for pretty much as long as 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 Jeff was the number one so I don't expect a lot of changes there but I can kind of see your point Zista where 
you know, the the ones we've previously mentioned, mentioned the Metsons and stuff, they've, they've all kind of said reading between the lines a little bit in some of these messages, and some have said directly, uh, you know, I, it just became, it wasn't fun anymore, you yeah. know, and that's why Metson they did especially. this. It wasn't fun anymore, and they grew to not be able to see the forest through the trees, right? They've worked yeah. on NIP for so long that things start to become... Well, we do it that way because we've always done it that way. And yeah. the game never evolves once you hit that point. Mm -hmm. And But Metzen himself, I remember when he, he cited a lot of like anxiety and panic attacks and, and expectations and stuff, you know, that he had. And it was his own personal turmoil. So I actually didn't expect to see him in the public light again after statements like that because I know what anxiety can do to people. Um, and I, I was glad he was able to get past that and find something he's very passionate about and, and open up again. Um, and I, I believe his uh, the Kickstarter campaign is actually live right now, and I think it made it in, what, like 20 minutes? Yeah, it was like, like 19 minutes for crying out yeah. loud. Uh, also penned a little bit of a letter to <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> uh, to the communities on r slash Overwatch and r slash competitive Overwatch, they've meant so much to me. I just want to sign off one last time and thank you for all of your inspirations, shared stories and highlights, feedback, criticism, and camaraderie. When I think about the Reddit communities, I always think of r slash Overwatch as Timmy, a.k.a. Punch Kid, bright-eyed, optimistic, and r slash competitive Overwatch as Brian, the slightly jaded older brother who realizes in the end that he actually loves Overwatch, Overwatch but just kind of forgets it along the way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you're amazing, and you made my career better. You made me a better designer and game director. Please take care of the Overwatch team. They are wonderful, caring, brilliant people, and they need you right now. And and obviously, you know, some people read into that last part, Indy. I kind of, I, I don't think he was trying to imply that, hey, the team's in trouble. They're going to need you right now. You know, this is, transitions are always kind of tough and it was just a hey just give them your support uh, is the way i kind of read that did you read it the same uh, a little bit oh, yeah you... i mean listen it, there, there's definitely not going to be it's it's going to be at this point in the game with overwatch 2 still in development this isn't a good thing i mean any kind of uh any kind of like reorg or you know things shuffling around with management and and uh staff it's gonna shake things up a little bit yeah and that, for me. that is absolutely a concern here we're not talking about just overwatch zista where you know it's doing its thing right, right. and you could get by with new maps new heroes new events rinse and repeat two to three times per year and and go 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 we're talking about overwatch 2 which a lot of us thought, including myself, was probably a little more ready for prime time than Blizzard actually thought it was. Uh, now we know we're full on not getting it until next year. I mean, I now, think they took a now a, with a this note happening. From the Avengers. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know, they saw they saw what Avengers what happened to them, and they're like, okay, we can't put this out quite yet. We have to actually make sure this is ready. You know. Speaking of Overwatch 2, Aaron, in uh, his letter to, to the team, did mention Overwatch 2, saying, Speaking of Overwatch 2, development is continuing at a good pace. We have an exceptional vision we're executing on. The reaction from many of you to the updates we shared at BlizzConline thrilled us, 
and we've uh, we have exciting reveals planned for this year and beyond as we ramp to launch we'll be sharing more frequent updates about overwatch 2 progress and new features in the live game with you all very soon and really the only date that i can kind of come up with for this year that might make sense for a splash of some overwatch information uh indie is the anniversary right i mean that's just that's just around the corner late next month that would give them you know a full month to put together some overwatch stuff but there's the other part of me that goes that's only a month away and you just lost your director so yeah. maybe not <laughs> i don't think so i think that would be jumping i think that would be jumping the gun a little bit um I think if they're going to put Overwatch 2 out and, and do it right, not to not to rush anything, and maybe even to take it a little slower now. Cause I, I don't know, just personally just personally when, when a name like that leaves Blizzard, that department for a while is probably, you know, doing a little bit of scrambling. I mean, when Ben Brode left Hearthstone, I thought Hearthstone was gonna die. I did. I I didn't know how it was gonna go on without that you know, passionate, iconic person leading it. So at least they've already announced that we weren't going to see it until next year. Right. Yes. I mean, yeah, at least true. that announcement already came out Zista. So you can't really disappoint on that front all of a sudden by then also announcing the game will be in 2022. We know and you have to imagine we're not seeing it, Overwatch or Diablo yeah. until next year. Go ahead. You have to imagine Jeff's influence is already all over Overwatch 2 anyway. So it's not like, oh, you know, I'm leaving and Overwatch 2 is on its own. Like he's he's already put his input in. He's you know, like they're they're on schedule, they're making changes on their schedule anyway. They're they're making changes to it, you know, uh, like they're going to update, they're going to add new features and stuff, but like he's already he's already done what he could with it. You know, like he's not going to leave the game in a complete state of 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 chaos and just yep. bail. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, get like, the sense that this is like when uh, Casey Hudson left Anthem the first time. Um, yeah. When he <laughs> left Anthem the first time. Uh, and, and Bioware. And the game really didn't even have a solid idea of what it wanted to be yet. That is, from my impression, and just my impression, nothing else, that is not the case here. This, this game's right. already fleshed out as what it wants to be on the PvP side of things, what it wants to be on the PvE side of things. We're, we've got the maps, we've got probably most of the heroes themselves by now, if not at least skeletons of those heroes. You know, it, the, that stuff's there. I, I feel like this is more of the creating cinematics, creating the questing, making sure the core systems work, you know, hitbox detection testing, you know, all that type of stuff is, is where we go from the cutscenes. Kind of yeah. I kind of agree with Whole Milk. I think we'll still get news probably the end of May. Because uh, they'll, they'll do something for the anniversary event. But the the level of what they consider to be news might change. <laughs> and, and we wanted to be able to announce this, but now we might scale it back halfway. The cutest part of this indie, I think, uh, this is just absolutely 100% adorable. Jeffrey Kaplan sends an email. This is so cute sends an email to Carolina Ravasa, who's the voice actress for Sombra. And all it says is boop. Uh-huh. Cutest thing ever, isn't it? Yeah, it's bittersweet. It is a little bittersweet. Even I never like to see I never like to see veterans like Blizzard veterans leave. It it always sucks. 
So, of course, the I'm image. Sure the, got... I'm sure the game will go on, but you have to wonder yeah. why this timing. Like, why not wait until after it's successfully launched? That's a good question. Know. That's a really good question. If you, you know, if this is coming next year, what was so important to leave? You know, and obviously we didn't give any details on if I want to spend more time with my family or, you know, I've got this or I've got this. We didn't get any of that stuff. Um, well, and we, and we have to imagine. Sorry. Go for it. Go for it. I was going to say, you have to imagine that they have uh, no compete clause. Oh, they, of course. Yeah. Like break their contract or their contract ends or whatever, or, or they give their notice or whatever. And there might be timing on another project that he wants to work with and needs to get in there as soon as possible. So, uh, I mean, that is 100% speculation, we should say. Uh, yes. <laughs> 100% speculation. Absolutely. Certainly Anything possible. Anything that comes out of Zista's mouth is 100% <laughs> speculation. 100% fact spe uh, speculation. Uh, Ravasa did tweet the email out, the boop email, with the comment, it's the little things that make me smile. Thank you, Jeff Kaplan, for giving us this world worth fighting for. Uh, hearts, hashtag Overwatch, hashtag Sombra, hashtag boop. So sad. So sad. But another big name departs. So looking at it bigger picture, is Blizzard in trouble, Zista? I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I, so. I don't know. I, <laughs> I Like, <laughs> overall, like, the company? No, I don't think Not so. Not financially. Like, they, they, I mean, obviously, yeah. financially, they are more than fine. And Bobby's, you know, Scrooge McDucking through his vault of dollar that's, bills. That's like asking, yeah. is Disney in trouble? No. You know, I, like, you know, I think in, in some me, regards, yes. In let some me regards, rephrase no, then. Let know? me rephrase then. Financially, obviously, the company is not in any type of trouble whatsoever. And right. in fact, we expect another financial report here in just a couple of weeks that we expect from all indicators is going to blow the previous quarter out of the water, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So financially, no, that's not what I'm talking about. But when you think of the pioneering that Blizzard did 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, that type of company, do you see the same type of pioneering pushing the game space, pushing technology, pushing gaming? Do you see that from this company over the next five, 10 years? Or have they kind of now at this point officially just kind of become another ea you know here's the titles that we're going to put out every year and we're going to support them every year yeah i mean to a degree um but that's where you know you get a lot of these people that are burnt out and they're not making changes and and stuff like that and maybe getting fresh set of eyes in here will fix that you know like you we said you know especially you look at like ben Brode and hearthstone for example and I, I was with Indy. Like, I thought the game was dead after Ben left. I was like, you can't. Like, he is the life and blood of Hearthstone. He was in every announcement, every, like, time they showed off anything. He was the spokesperson for Hearthstone. And he had so much influence on the design and, and everything of, of where it was going. And he's so energetic and so excited. And I just I was like, without him, Hearthstone is dead. And I'm going to be honest, I play more Hearthstone now than I have in the last, like, six years. <laughs> whatever however long hearthstone's been out four years whatever it is like it, it's been i don't even i don't even know how long hearthstone's been out but like i've genuinely played more the last two years than 
like the entire lifespan of Hearthstone combined. You just have this kind of vicious cycle that can happen to a company. And Indy, I want your opinion on if you think this is kind of where Blizzard is heading, right? If they get into, or if you feel like they might be creatively challenged going forward and pushing the boundaries challenged going forward because those driving forces has, have left and the ones that are still there are being managed by Activision, not yeah. a guiding force that you know they want to go to. 10 years ago, to get a job at Blizzard was a huge deal for somebody out of school. And I'm not, by the way, uh, implying that it isn't a huge deal today for somebody just getting out of school to go work for Blizzard. It is absolutely a big deal. My comparison is more that I don't know if mythos-wise it's the same now as it was 10 years ago, even five years ago. And when that happens, mm -hmm. the pool of creative talent applying for those jobs isn't the same as it was five and 10 years ago as far as uh, diversity, as far as skill sets, as far as drive. I wanna create something special, not I wanna go work on Madden 2027, uh, mm -hmm. like you would with EA. And you kind of get in this cycle where, is it Blizzard now or is it is it Activision Blizzard still or is yeah. it just Activision now? This is what I'm seeing. Like it's, it's, it's all very sad. <laughs> Because Blizzard Activision is going to be fine. Like, obviously, yeah. there's always going to be an audience for what they're putting out. I'm a Blizzard fan. And girl. there are still I, like super say, creative and talented people there and uh, doing their true. jobs day in and day out. 100%. 100%. But maybe but not with the freedom way. they had 10 years ago anymore. <laughs> true. Like, I look at it this way. I'm going down with this ship. I will absolutely be devoted to, even if I don't like the changes... Obviously, I'm still writing it out because I love these games and I'm like I love the lore and I'm I'm invested. But the way I see it is this: it's like th there's never going to be uh, the old Blizzard. That's yeah. like gone. The big names have left. Look at it this way: it's like if you take um, something and industrialize it and have things pumped out in mass proportions versus having artisans craft things with their hands. That's where I see kind of like Blizzard versus Blizzard Activision. Right. It's corporate engine now. It's it's oh. big big corporate versus the small company full of people with an idea and they were basically only worried about pleasing the gamers like their vision was to excite and to to um to just inspire gamers to love the games that they were ma making and putting out right now obviously the motivation is more money driven all the decisions they're making are more money driven and that's obviously to be understood because they're Blizzard Activision now. Yeah, it changes when, when your approved. primary customer is no longer your customer and your primary customer is now your stockholders, your yeah. your stakeholders. And uh, and also when you're at the top of your game too, like you're the biggest MMO on the market, you know, you're or you're you're one of the biggest companies in terms of first person shooters, you know, like a, a lot of the the need for innovation goes out the window until, you know, like people keep on you kind of look at it like uh, WWF and WCW, like when when wrestling was at its prime, you know, a lot of people say that's at its prime when they had the Monday Night Wars and they had the two of the companies are going back and forth and they're trying to innovate and one's trying to be better than the other. But then when WCW got bought out and WWF is the only big wrestling company now, it's just been tanking. It's been going downhill. It's like they're, they're, there's no reason for them to try to innovate and be better. They're the biggest one, he, and, and whatever. That's why this new company, what uh, AEW is, he is brought in wrestling. Up. He you know? actually did. did it. He actually did. did it. 
You did. I Congrats. Did. You brought wrestling to the Blizzard podcast. I did. Yeah. I didn't bring everything. What did you think of WrestleMania? Um, I thought day one was all that... right and day two sucked. AFK yeah, BRB. That's, that's, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> that's about right. That hair whip, though, right? <laughs> Indy's like, I got to go. I'll be right back. The I'll Indiana take... Jones whip crack hair whip. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> I'll tell you what, though. This is the crossover I did not know I needed. I mm. absolutely did not know that I needed. Uh, if you don't know Mr. Bean, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> you definitely should. Uh, British comedy I, I, played by Rowan Atkinson, who uh, not only does Mr. Bean and is brilliant, uh, but does stand up. Black and uh, Yeah, Black Adder. All kinds of uh, Britcoms. <laughs> hysterical. 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 So what we have here, what we're showing you, is a uh, fan-made crossover, A Day in the Life of Overbean, done by Full-Time Spy. So uh, credit where due, all one word, Full-Time Spy. Yeah, if you don't know Mr. Bean, should that even be a sentence? You're right, Whole Milk. (laughs) I agree. The green screen masking on this, by the way, is very, very well done. I mean, it is incredibly well done. Uh, And him amazing. I watched this the around. other day. Like I love this one ago, where he's on I... the bed. He's <laughs> <laughs> just oh out stretching God. on the balcony. The battle's going on yeah. outside. You just hear all the fighting. Oh, it's so good. Absolutely brilliant. This is the crossover I did not know I need. I needed, but yeah. I absolutely do need. Thought you all should see that. A Day in the Life of Overbean. Mm. Definitely check it out. Uh, before we head into World of Warcraft news, we do have info on Diablo Immortal. Nothing on 4, but it is moving into a closed alpha. The Crusader class is being added. The level cap has gone from 45 to 55. There's new zones, new dungeons, faction-based PvP, and a 48-player raids are now available in the areas in the cl- upcoming closed alpha in the areas where it's available which as far as i know zista have you have you been able to get into this yet or is this still like mainly australia that type of are you just gonna check right now look at oh look at this big dog indy he's like let me just check my my data pad here nope still registered <laughs> still still just registered <laughs> So there you go. Lots of new content on that front. Uh, But one more thing before we head into, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about Hearthstone. We've been talking uh, quite a bit about it and its kind of recovery and its little bit of a renaissance, if you will, that it might be having right now. And I got to ask Indy and uh, Zista here. You know, Blizzard, not so good on the PR stuff lately. And by lately, I mean the last few years. <laughs> you mean ever? Yeah, or ever. Right, right. And when, right when now, when was the last time they had good PR? Like, can you give me an example? Like, I, I can't um, think of one off the top of my head. I think they were still in a garage. Um, <laughs> they're not doing so well with the fairer sex, as they say, uh, right now. Facing a lot of criticism from female Hearthstone pros, not just in relationship to underrepresentation in the game itself or marketing of the game itself to women, but also in the way that Blizzard's actually running its tournaments, Indy, as far as picking streamers to go ahead and do a uh, invitational for a number of 
Twitch streamers, YouTube content creators, and initially having two women in the lineup of, I think it was, what, 20 initially? Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was like 20 people that were supposed to be in the yeah. in the the event. The Crossroads yeah. Invitational. Yeah, 18 men and two women. Now, after some backlash, there was a substitution of two men leaving and two more women entering, but this took backlash to get in place. We've yeah, had that's the that's the problem right there. Yeah, we've had a female Hearthstone World Champion uh, before in uh, nineteen or uh, twenty nineteen. So we're less than two years removed from a female World Champion who has also expressed concern with the representation of women, not just playing the game, but also shout casting and being there for for tournaments and being in these invitationals. Uh, Slissa, if you watch her content on YouTube, tons of independent tournaments that she's running. She has a video where she said she was actually petitioned. Uh, she petitioned Blizzard to make the competitor pool more diverse. Was told by the company that it would look bad if women lost. What? Yeah, yeah. Blizzard asked her to run an all-women battlegrounds tournament last year. Uh, this is. Allegedly, right? This is what Salissa says. I have no reason to doubt her, though, but th this is right. her point of view. She says she's petitioned Blizzard to make the competitors pool more diverse, but was told no by the company, as it would look bad if women lost. In return, they wanted to run a all-female event instead of adding more women to uh, a particular tournament. Whole Milk saying, I don't want to be fair to Blizz, but TCGs have always been like this. MTG, Magic the Gathering, have only recently picked up the slack on this front. So I maybe, was actually going to say that. Maybe um, implying that it's a genre problem, but here's the thing. You don't get that pass from me when you're Blizzard and you have already run into this PR train multiple yeah. times over the last three years for multiple different games, Indy. Yeah. Back when I so back when I played my first TCG, which was Magic the Gathering, or it was even available online, you had to like physically go to the comic book stores and play it. I can't remember seeing any other girls every time I was there. It was crazy. It sucked. Like it felt kind of like I was. It, it, it did. It felt weird. I wasn't like there to socialize because there was no other females around. Um, but that said. That's no excuse to, in today's day and age, when we have like so many streamers, so many amazing female Hearthstone streamers, um, there, there's no excuse to have an invitational and make that tiny little percentage be women and then to say, oh, well, you know what? No, we're going to switch it up now because we're, we're going to placate you people who are upset about this. Like that's, no, do it right the first time. Stop screwing up. Be more diverse. Include more people. And that's just not, that's not even a, 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 a men versus women thing. I mean, just include everyone. Right. And uh, Zista, this is hot off the heels of, of the arguably ridiculously delayed response to Zelay's banning from Hearthstone for inappropriate and allegedly abusive type conduct uh, in, in personal lives. So, I mean, it's <laughs> Hearthstone... There's always going to be somebody unhappy, right? Male, female, my dog, my cat, it doesn't matter. Somebody's going to be pissed at some company for some reason. But if you can't honestly look the people that are expressing concern in the eye and say, I have literally done everything I can on this front to try, 
then you have a problem. These aren't hard complaints. These are complaints like, we don't really think you're advertising the game to female gamers. And, and we, would, we would think we would like that. We don't think that you're representing uh, enough females and enough diversity in general in high-profile tournaments or streamer tournaments. And perhaps the most... I also agree with... Oh, I'm sorry. That's the, the most important thing, I think, is... I don't want to say Blizzard isn't doing all they could, but it is hard for me to believe they couldn't do more to make all gamers of all stripes feel safer in these environments when it comes to harassment. Because unfortunately, the reality of the situation right now is, Indy, you are far more likely to get harassed during your stream than I am, or than Zista is. And that's for no other reason besides you're a woman. And Blizzard could do things to help mitigate that in their games uh, that I don't think that they're they're doing right now. And and I would be very interested in your take. You started talking about uh, whole milk and, and agreeing there. Well, so, yes, I was actually going to say something about that being so condescending to women that you're creating yeah. a league oh, just yeah. for them. Like, that's not what we're asking for. Nope. We're not asking for our own league. What, what would the point of that be? That's it's that's even more offensive. Um, and and as far as toxicity and harassment go, I mean, as a streamer, it, and it it transcends Blizzard. Oh, just yeah. being a female streamer, um, not only does it happen in Twitch chat, but it happens in DMs. Like I filter DMs from people I'm not physically friends with on 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 Twitch and that I don't follow on Twitter, but things still come through and. I guess if you've been doing it as long as I have, it doesn't it doesn't personally bother me. But that's not to say that another streamer, I saw something just yesterday where uh, a female streamer ended her stream early because a whole team of uh, male, um, I guess they were playing battle battlefield. I want to say, anyway, the uh, the other team came into her stream just to harass her, like sexually harass her to get her to stop playing. Like, in what world is this okay? Um, I think it's a bigger problem, but Blizzard's not doing... Blizzard's definitely not handling it the way that it should be handled. Yeah, and I don't mean to sidetrack the discussion a little bit there uh, with that, the, the toxicity internet thing. Uh, I did feel it was important to have you weigh in with your experience there, so I forgive me for the small sidetrack. I bring that up more oh, to no. point out exactly your point just there in that you can't honestly expect people that are concerned about these issues to take blizzard at face value of okay they're they're doing everything they can to curb harassment in games uh in blizzard titles or or these events or these shoutcasts if you can't even get the booking of the fucking tournament right yeah listen uh, let me tell you i had friends who've been penalized by blizzard for having character names like shift faced the druid like that is not a problem where somebody needs to be banned and uh slapped on the wrist let's look at problems that actually involve harassment and exclusion like this can we start focusing on things that actually matter and less on things that are really trivial and stupid i guess i'm just curious how they do their invites for the invitational itself and yeah, maybe how, like who selects how, maybe like opening that up like their their process would would help us understand a little better because like if they're doing it based off of like 
Twitch viewership or based on like your internal MMR within the program and they're literally just, you know, selecting people out of there and, and it's not like, you know, hand-selected things, then maybe we could understand why it was this way to begin with and maybe come up with a, a, a better system it's, for diversity. It's mind-boggling to me. Like, if this would have been the yeah. world championships and you would have been like, hey, there's 100 people for the world championships here and five of them are women. What the hell are we doing wrong? You know, let's take this back and see how we can get more women playing Hearthstone, right? That that yeah. would have been the discussion. This was a Crossroads Invitational where you right. were purposely inviting personalities, Hearthstone personalities. Like, how hard... How can you not have somebody in this room after so many PR snafus that says, hey, that board's looking a little bit white and a lot bit male. Like, <laughs> could we please... I know there are diverse Hearthstone personalities. Could we please mix this up a little bit? You literally handpicked who was going to be on that panel and still yeah. screwed it up. I want to talk about some good news now. Can we maybe... There's good news? Yeah. Well, everybody got Daisy. Yeah. Yes. Everybody got Daisy in World of Warcraft. Go claim it if you haven't gotten it. One million oh, was the goal. First day. Go to the battle.net launcher. Go to the store. Go search your pets. Claim it. And then go ahead and pick it up in your account. I did claim it, but I have not been in-game to, oh. to actually... Oh. Cutest. Yeah. Cutest pet. Indy's pretty excited. Yeah, I don't think I've actually like opened it in the in the game yet. Um, just yeah. do it and then slash beckon, and you will just fall in love. You'll never want to mount again because if you mount, then it disappears. But just excuse oh, me. Oh, he's gonna get a sloth. Oh, there it is. Open the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? Oh, <laughs> her pretty little head. It's a sloth so head. Cute. And the noises <laughs> she makes are so cute. It's a sloth head. Oh, you got a lot of pets there, Zista. Yeah, you do. A couple. Yeah, just, just a, a few. few. Just a 993 few. unique. Just a couple. Good grief. What a maniac. <laughs> anyway, go claim uh, Daisy. And, Indy, I know you've got to be excited by this. I am. There is a chance. That's something we have been asking for for over a decade in World of Warcraft might come to World of Warcraft. According to data miners, we may, again, grain of salt, you know, sprinkle that shit all over this, data mining, we may be getting eyeglasses. That's according to a recent data mining in patch 9.1. Now, we do have a couple characters in game that already wear eyeglasses. And oh, admittedly, goggles. admittedly, these eyeglasses are not like high fashion eyeglasses or anything. They're pretty basic. But it could open up the fashion accessory eyeglasses. I would definitely be all over this. Indy, as a fellow glass wearer, do you want your belf to wear glasses? Okay, so I don't know if I would put glasses on my belf, but... I do, if it doesn't interfere with your helm or your armor. It does. Yeah, it okay. would. Okay. So I'm not willing to sacrifice a piece of my set for eyeglasses, but I do love that this is something that they would be bringing 
uh, to your appearance options. I think it would be really cool if it, they made it kind of like, you know how you can change your jewelry or piercings? Like, if they could do that and still make it work with armor, but I guess because some armor is goggles, it would clash. So I can see. I can't see a fucking thing. Um, <laughs> Jason redeemed points for me to take the damn glasses off. Now <gasps> I can't see a thing. Ooh. Perfect. <sighs> Thank you, Jason. Savage. Uh, let's see. What do we got next? Uh, Something about World of Warcraft. Um, flying. What's next, Zista? Flying comes oh, in chapter yeah, yeah, 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. 9.1. I put in the show notes flying because I think it actually comes a, a fair bit earlier than any of the three of us thought. Like we, None of us expected it to you know, have to get all the Covenant levels to get it. But we, I think we expected to to have to get, uh, you know, through half or more of the campaign quest. Looks like like maybe three weeks in chapter three, that we'll yeah. be able to fly. That's a bit earlier than I thought it was going to be, Zista. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about that. The faster I can fly around, you know. Hell yeah! Once once flying comes, I, I typically stop using flight paths, even to long distances. But this this expansion might be different because I don't know how flying is going to work when it comes to traversing between zones. You know, I'm very curious to see how that's going to play out. Like, can I go from Revendreth to, um, you know, uh, Ardenweald without I'm gonna say no. going to say no. I see chat moving. I have no idea what's being said. I can't incorporate <laughs> anything you say, guys, into the show right now. <laughs> I just... So I, I will say Omikins is in chat, and she says, oh. Burn can't read this. And well, that's a heart. Yeah, Omi's right. <laughs> Omi's. <laughs> so yeah, I hate this show. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat with Indy. I think you're gonna have to go through the waygate. Um, <laughs> you're not gonna be able to like just fly right out of the zone. Well, so. did you see? Um, did you see? I don't know if you guys watch uh, Asmon's videos, but on the patch test realm. They actually managed to run and glide and, you know, do the demon hunter cheating that demon hunters do. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think they managed to almost traverse the zones, but died before reaching Revendreth. So I think mm -hmm. that even if we're on flying mounts, there are still going to be the areas where you're just going down, whether you're on a flying mount or not. We also do know that the jailer's character model seems to be encrypted in the 9.1 data. Now, whether Ooh. that means something's being hidden that we're not meant to see in the character model itself yet, or if because it's just... the jailer is, is locked up in that dude's basement. Yeah, <laughs> still the best summary. What's going on? I don't know. Some dude's locked up in some other dude's basement. <laughs> the rune carver is actually the jailer. Yep, I'm telling you, that's it. So whether that means anything or not is the next thing. Uh, MDI. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It is. <laughs> yeah. I, made it, I made the text bigger for you. Uh, yeah, that's not going to matter. Um, <laughs> the only reason we have functioning cameras right now is because I have memorized the button layout on my stream deck to my left here. <laughs> so I don't Perfect. need to look to sw swap to the cameras I want. Indy made the font as big as an entire page. Oh, hey. Okay. The MDI season basically finished <laughs> the way it started. Yeah, and that's a good point, like Mike. Thank you. That's a good point. Shut up, Indy. <laughs> That's a good point. 
uh, that I made in the show notes. The MDI season did basically finish Indy exactly the way it started yes. with Echo and Perplexed in the finals. Perplexed having to fight its way back from bottom bracket after being beaten by Echo and sent to bottom bracket, rematching against Echo and things not going very well for Perplexed. Did you get a chance to watch? I didn't get a chance to watch, but here's the thing. There we go. I, I had to make sure I, I pulled up the right B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> all right it's been five I minutes was, i can put these back on mr bean that's is that the right b-roll here's the thing i was like so into watching these two groups when it was the the first round but i found myself less interested like i wanted to see other groups take on these 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 keys and and i almost feel like uh we were talking about the other invitational right where anybody could uh do the time trial to enter. Yeah, the great push. The great, that, that's it. You got it. See, I want to see more of that. God, I want to see more. Made me say I wanna it. See, I want to see more non-pro people. Say, Ooh, you just got more lose the glasses. You're not going to be able to read it because you're not wearing, oh, you are wearing your glasses. Yeah, it, it's five minutes again. is the channel points. So. They're off. Tarka. Go ahead. Continue, Indy. Continue. In fact, take just all five I, minutes if you like. <laughs> just that I want to see more uh diversity <laughs> i mean i just want to see more uh than just these two groups nothing against them i just got tired of watching the same thing we were watching see plus now. 20s zista and in the finals best of five start with i believe is necrotic wake right um <laughs> echo finishes it in just over 12 minutes i mean they they just their 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 record time was twelve minutes ten seconds and they just missed it uh, here and swept perplex three zero obviously tremendous teams competing in here to begin with but I think there's got to be something said for getting those early wins and getting to sit around and practice and talk and yeah. watch other teams as opposed to being sent to down brackets have and having to keep playing and keep playing and keep playing becomes very draining at a certain point. I thought you were going to say earlier that the MDI, uh, the season basically finished the way it started with me still not watching it. <laughs> you are just a miserable SOB. Miserable <laughs> SOB. Plus 20s. <laughs> Plus 20s. You should have watched. You know why? Because you're going to get rewards. I. <sighs> you're going to get rewards. Everybody's Maybe. Hold on. I don't know if that's next. <laughs> I mean, we can make it next, even if it's not. Yeah, that is totally not next. That is one, no, but two, it, but that's like three away. Next. Yeah, let's it's cover that next. first. That's actually just me, poor placement in the show notes. I should have segued mm -hmm. that one better. What's great is poor I segued Mike's it. going to have a just, headache trying I just to segued it eyes. fine on the show. I didn't do it in the show notes. So if you yeah. complete your mythic plus 20s for each dungeon, you will <laughs> unlock the dungeon teleport for that dungeon. Mm -hmm. With a cooldown of, I think it's like eight hours or something like that. Uh, you know what? You know what? Just thinking right now, I can tell you exactly what he's thinking. Go for it. Why do I need a dungeon teleport when I can just get summoned? <laughs> no. Like, why? No. See, I have the ones from, uh, was it Miss Pandaria? They're on my rogue, and I, I, I hate it because I want them on my other characters. Like. <laughs> This was something from forever ago for content that's unrelevant. You know, it's it's irrelevant. We don't like. Why should it be locked on a character that I don't play anymore? Like, give me, give it to me on on the other ones. You know, like. 
I don't know. So these ones, yeah, maybe, maybe I might go after one or two of them. Um, I'm, you know, like I'd be, I'd be very happy to get at least one of them. Um, you know, so I, I have like some kind of teleport to get back into uh, Shadowlands once the content is irrelevant. Just makes it easier. Um, and if if I had to choose, it would probably be. Um, uh, what is it? I think it's Necrotic Wake. Uh, mm. Or Spies of Ascent. I don't know which one. One of them drops a mount. That's the one. Because I want to go farm it later. You know, so that's the one I want to teleport to. Don't you have to? Don't you have to tank the last or uh, fight the last two bosses solo? That is mount? a different one. Oh, that's, that, that's, that's that is, yeah, I'm talking about Plague. Yeah, that's Plaguefall. That's and then you the, go um, pet the eel. The and... Slime Serpent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's there's one that drops one just on Mythic difficulty level. Um, has okay. a chance to drop it. Um, so, yeah. Ian Hezacostas uh, did let us know that they are looking at ways to catch up a little bit on your legendaries post 9.1. But no refunds, sucker. You break it, you bought it, Indy. No refunds on mistakes you may have made. <laughs> oh, with like stats? Wow. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, the thing that always bugged me was this. When you upgrade a legendary, like, I always, I never understood why you couldn't put different stat scrolls with it and just the, update the stats. That always yeah. bugged me, but it does. this doesn't really affect me because I'm set with my, my priest Legos. Yeah, I so mean, and, and Ian does, does say, it does recognize that, hey, you know, I do have a... Uh, I do have a feeling that maybe we should be able to change the the secondary stats that you put on there. Reforging. And, and so yeah, probably reforging oh, down the line. That would be amazing. But no refunds. No refunds. I miss reforging. We could probably spend a whole show on this next one, this last one here. Um but we're not going to, but I do want your takes oh. on it because it kind of was a little bit of a hot button over the two weeks we've been gone. And that is that it seems that in 9.1, Blizzard will be adding Mythic Plus scores directly to the client rather than needing one of the many add-ons or the you know Raider IO or anything like that. Um, going to be taking a different Mythic Plus scores, showing your different dungeons. Here's the thing I don't understand: they're actually going to make two scores, which this is where they kind of lose me if they want to add so many people use raider io that is whatever remember it was gear score back in the day and then it was that that got added to the game and then this and then this this is just another one of those things that makes it easier for the people that are looking for random people to to finish this stuff with but they're they're making two scores what one for tyrannical and one for fortified and i think that kind of to me zista almost negates the usefulness of it to a certain degree yeah um because if, if you're somebody that doesn't do a lot of them and you're not doing them every week or something like that some more casual then you're gonna have times and and uh scores and stuff for certain weeks and not for the other ones and uh it, that's gonna get a little confusing um i can understand on like the crazy like professional push level that you might want like a difference for that but like no, like let let some external site do that. That that does not need to be done by Blizzard. Let like okay. Raider IO have that. You know, give them that much. 
let them be able to carry on something unique to to like I don't know like you're you're basically telling this this website that's been running forever you know that you're out of a job that's that's basically what I hear yeah. So. Yeah, I, and Indy, there's hundred percent agree. There's a few different audiences for Raider IO by itself that I don't know if this new tool really caters to either of them in the same way something like Raider IO does. You know, you have the people that use Raider IO that are really just trying to clear their fifteens every week, and so they use it to try and find people that you know it's going to make it easy to clear my 15s for the week. Then you have the people that are pushing the 18s and the 20s, and it's almost a competitive scoring ranking by itself for those people. So it, it serves two different audiences. When you get two different scores in here for tyrannical and fortified, and like I don't know if it really helps either one of those audiences. And then there's the general audience or group of the audience that tends to look at anything like this as this is bad for the game, just like gear score was bad for the game back in the oh, day. Yeah. You know, I may be better than my number shows. I've just gotten unlucky groups for the last two weeks and uh, and things of those nature. So there is always that pro and con debate. Where do you land on it, Indy? I'm con. Like, I, I don't think that this is something that Blizzard even needs to be taking on right now. I don't see the point in it. Um, Raider IO is just fine for those that need it. Like I use mine to kind of track my own progress. I don't stress it. I don't like, I don't obsess over it. But that said, I I, I think that it's fine. And, and we don't need to have this in the game. Like it's not, I can think of a million other things reforging that we could work on just, bringing into the game. Just reforging, add some new stuff that you would like to reforging, see in the game before reforging, we would add anything like Raider IO reforging. I mean, listen, I've been really working on my priest, and there's no reason. Like, she's sitting at almost 40% mastery and 12% haste. Please, I would love to reforge my gear. <laughs> Please. Uh, and then the last thing we've got for you, and yes, I will absolutely read this. Sylvanas book <laughs> due out in November. Sylvanas is one of my favorite World of Warcraft characters. Number two, I think, only to Arthas. And they're connected to the same damn storyline, so. Christy Golden, back at it. Book is available to pre-order now, due out in November. You know who else is going to buy this book? Do you know who else? Oh, you, you are Indy? Are you Zista? Do you, are you guys, like, into the novels? Generally um, speaking? Or is this just, like, you like Sylvanas, so you're going to buy this one, Indy? I'm a Sylvanas fangirl. I, I typically don't buy a lot of... Book. I just I don't have time to read them. I don't, and I have no desire to read them. You um, the audio. I says I the guy who's the always last, like Mike. Want to run Torghast? Fuck you. Go read. I, the, <laughs> the last the last books I I bought for Warcraft were the um uh what are they called the uh, whatever volume one, volume two, volume three. Those ones. The oh uh, the the original ones. No chronicles or whatever. The, yeah, the chronicles. Yeah. I bought those. I have those ones. That's Did you read I them? Have like, I have the Warcraft magazine. I read the first one. Um, I, not not all of it. I got through like half of it. Um, and it's really good. It's really interesting. I love the take on it. Um, but I just don't have the time. I love the novels. Especially the Christy Golden ones. I, she's just kind of nailed the... You know, she's yeah. been doing it for so long, right? Jason Winter in chat. Sylvanas is making a book. Man, she'll do anything to kill trees. That's about right. That's about Listen. right, Jason. 
You know who else is buying this book? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Our lore master who supplies us with the lore or lies. <laughs> that segue. Our lore, resident lore master, Lil Missy. You can follow her on Twitter right there, Lil Missy4205. That's L-I-L-M-I-S-S-Y 4205. Every week she supplies us with lore or lies. We're going to give you three statements, one of which has a falsehood in it. The other two are the stone-cold truth. It is your job in the comments below on YouTube or over on readycheckradio.com to tell us which one has the lie and what was the lie. Last time, two weeks ago on Lore Lies, we were covering the espionage of Baroness Vosh and the House of Rituals. Players were tasked with setting up a trap for the Lichmore Baton, and the lie was in the first statement. After capturing Mephiles the Loyal, you try to intimidate him to talk by killing his disciples while collecting a supply of anima from crystals the necromancers have been creating. Mephiles is true to his title and remains loyal, but the Baroness extracts the information she's looking for with a vision ritual. So, the lie in statement number one. Continuing moving on through the 9.0 into 9.05 storylines, here we go. The war continues on as the House of Constructs besiege the House of the Chosen at Spearhead. The other Baron of the Chosen, Baron Viras, is leading the defense against Margrave Garmel's vanguard, commanded by General Alvir. Uh, General Alvir is a master tactician and has secured the high ground. After failing to raise the morale of the soldiers, the Mawwalker works with Sector Mevix to place and detonate explosives at key points of the high ground. The plan is interrupted by General Alvir. After General Alvir is defeated in combat with the player, Byron Viras orders a strike directly on the House of Constructs. But there's a problem. Margrave Garmal himself is out front, making a forced entry to the house impossible. But Secutor Mevix has a plan. There you are, three statements, two of which the Stone Cold Truth, one has a falsehood in it. Let us know in the comments below which one's the lie and why. But Little Missy didn't want to just leave it at that this week. It's been two weeks, and she's been begging to get out there with some more lore stuff. So she did give me a few thoughts that she would like me to give you. She wants you to know that the House of Rituals and the House of Constructs are the traitor houses of Maldraxxus, the very same that were critical during the rise of Arthas as the Lich King. Yes, plagues from that time as well, but in order to raise the dead, the Cult of the Damned had ritual circles, and those with engineering minds tinkered with abominable constructs. Just something to think about. So let us know in the comments below. Chat, make sure you hang tight after this show, because we'll have about 30 seconds of the channel go down so we can relabel things, and we'll be bringing up Mr. Jason Winter, who'll be live streaming today. How are you, sir? You're muted. I bet it was something funny, too. No, 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 no. So I'll start, I'll start over now. <laughs> there you go. 
I'm still wearing dark clothes because I'm still mourning Papa Jeff. I have to do that for at least another week or two. So yeah. Other than that, I'm not <laughs> how did you okay take the news? I mean, you're a big Overwatch guy. You do all the data tracking on your your Overwatch uh, League site. Like, how did you take that news with with Jeff departing? Oh, it's all going to hell. <laughs> That's it. Burn it down now. <laughs> Just give it the Sylvanas treatment. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> no books required though. What are you streaming today, my friend? Uh, I'm streaming a shooter. No, not Overwatch. Uh, Going to be enlisted. The World War II uh, free-to-play uh, game from Gaijin Entertainment and Dark Full Software. So you are enjoying a lot of that. of that right now. Yeah, I am. I am. That means so, they'll uh, screw it up before launch. Yeah, probably before launch. I mean, the the, the open beta where they're selling a closed beta in. Right. <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. Hang tight, chat. Jason will be live about thirty seconds after we wrap up with post show. We'll be back, of course, next week. For another episode of Snowbound at 7 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday. Don't forget, we are back with The Relic Grind, our Final Fantasy Square Enix show Thursday at 7, and Gaming Gumbo Saturday at 7, with some special guests coming up on all those shows throughout the next month. Look forward to it. Until next time, Indy, where can everybody find you? You guys can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Insta, at Indy Garona. Oh, and YouTube. I'm going to start putting uh, weekly vlogs up as Ooh. well. So. If you're interested in my oh-so-exciting life outside of streaming, check me out on YouTube as well. They can check you out on uh, Women of Warcraft, too, as well. Uh, yes, that's my stream team. And um, a lot of really amazing women uh, who mostly play Warcraft um, and uh, on all hours. You'll always find somebody streaming because we have people from all different time zones. So Very cool. Zista. Fellow women of Warcraft, check us out. Uh, you can find me places. There's Indy. Is, is that Indy's IO? Yes, it is. Excuse me? <laughs> You've been outed. There's Zista's right above yours, and there's mine. Look at mine. mine I is, got the prettiest background. Mine is awful. I don't run Mythics at all. I ran the Mythics that Zista made me run, and that was it. I got the prettiest transmog. Yeah, you do. You do. I raid a lot. I don't run Mythics a lot. Well, listen, I took four weeks. I took almost four weeks off of the game. I, I have, guarantee you. I have I, multiple I can... heroic Denathrius kills. There are probably some dungeons I don't have a Mythic plus five beat. I do all mine at like four in the morning. Otherwise, I'd invite you guys. <gasps> Ellie, Zista's missing Keystone Master. Oh, yeah. so am I. I was supposed to do that with Zista, but he's never done it yet. I'll do it with you. Thank you. But, I right. do them at like four in the morning. That's when I do all of my big pluses. I'm Mike Byrne. Like you can follow better. my low Raider IOS right there at Magic Man One. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio R A I D E O, so we can tweet at you every time we go live with a stream or a podcast. It's been a lot of fun. Until next week, gang, stay safe. And of course, we'll see you out on the servers. Later! Do a mythic plus on Greg can see me sweat.